This is a podcast from the Refugee Study Centre. To learn more about our work, please visit www.rsc.ox.ac.uk. We have our founding uh, director with us in the front, Robert, Dr. Her- Robert Harold Wong, um, who I think will agree with most of the comments I'm going to make here. Uh, very brief, because I know that, that uh, we're a little bit behind schedule. But I'm, the Refugee Studies Centre is perhaps the foremost uh, academic centre for the study of refugees and forced migration. It's also a centre that uh, is very concerned with ameliorating the suffering of those who are uh, forced from their homes and their homelands uh, through sound research, but I will also say through certain types of advocacy. And that advocacy is giving voice. So several months ago in March, we had a conference uh, on uh, refugee voices. And uh, we had a great number of paper presentations, but we also had performance. So we had art exhibits, we had film, and I think that uh, our activities today, our involvement today with the Silent University really follows that line, uh, which is to give prominence to and to celebrate really the, the aesthetic expression of those who have been marginalized, those who have been silenced, whether it's through the refugee determination process or uh, other kinds of activities that silence them. Our relationship with the Silent University began really through the effort of a number of our students this year who actually did a group research project in partnership with the Silent University. I won't say too much about it because that you will learn about here, but it is a project which I believe began in 2012 through the work of Ahmed, uh, where are you? Yeah. Uh, who, uh, Ahmed who uh, had a relationship or an award through the Tate uh, in London. And it's through his work that uh, the Silent University has now spread, I think, that there are three different campuses, if I can put it that way. Uh, and this year, the Refugee Studies Center is really quite honored to be one of the campuses. So I think I will limit my comments here. Um, a great welcome to you and hand over for the, uh, the ceremony that will be involved in giving the award, the second award, I believe, uh, 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 in terms of um, visibility award, I think is what it's called. But I hope you'll give a better explanation now. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, we're really honored uh, as well to be here and uh, to be here for, uh, for such uh, an occasion. Just very briefly, as uh, everybody has already said, we are a bit behind the schedule, but uh, we managed to do everything on time, really. And uh, just to tell you a little bit what the Visible Award, what the Visible Project uh, is about. Uh, the Visible Project started in 2010 uh, by, uh, the, by two foundations, the uh, Pistoletto Foundation, Michelangelo Pistoletto Foundation in Biella, and the Fondazione Zegna that joined their, uh, their work, their efforts, their resources in order to start the research in 2010 that would map out all these uh, all the artistic practices that uh, were socially engaged 
on a global context. So in different uh, specific uh, geographical, geopolitical context, artists were deciding to uh, let uh, their practices go out of the art uh, institutional framework and try to engage with different uh, aspects of society, but not just uh, by uh, treating that, that the specific uh, components of society in their work, but, uh, but also being proactive uh, regarding those issues that they were dealing with. Uh, we always quote Jacques Ancel because it has been an inspiration when he talks about uh, artists as those individuals that are able to change the, the, the speeds, the frames, the scales through which we perceive the visible. And that's where the, the word, the project took the title. The idea of visible is not just about giving visibility through an artistic practice to a, a specific uh, uh, component of society, a specific part of the social sphere, but it's actually the idea of uh, what are we really able to see, what, what is visible to us most of the times is what is uh, already, uh, let's say, uh, put into visibility through the infrastructure that are in place, through the, uh, the power structures that, uh, that compose, compose our society. But many, 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 many occasions what, we, what is not visible is not simply what uh, what uh, escape our eyes, but what also is not there yet, what can be perceived, but just by changing uh, for a moment the perspective of our things. So uh, with this in mind, we, we did a book in 2010 to collect uh, uh, over 40 artistic practices all over the world. And then we decided that we, it wasn't enough to just uh, uh, describe these practices, to just put them together, to just connect them together. But we wanted to become proactive uh, as well as to, uh, the two foundations. So we decided uh, to create an award uh, that is of uh, 25,000 euros that every two years uh, is supporting an artistic project. Uh, of course, an artistic project that is uh, responding to this, uh, to this characteristic I just, uh, just mentioned. And in order to do that, we didn't want to do a traditional uh, jury with uh, behind those doors by uh, inviting uh, uh, jury members uh, that would uh, spend their expertise uh, uh, just uh, in between uh, the, the privacy of, of the room. But we wanted actually to, to try to break down a little bit the format through which we were doing that. And that's why we, with this award we change a little bit the rules and that's what Judith is going to explain here. Maybe just two words how uh, we are working also because we are two curators, me and Matteo, but we are working uh, always in collaboration with uh, many, many people. So we are um, like, we are creating every two years a curatorial advisory board of curators. And Christine, uh, we are very happy because Christine Allen is one of the curators of this year of the 2030 advisory board. <laughs> and uh, these curators are working in very, very different, researching and working uh, in very different uh, geographical and cultural contexts of the world. So we invite them to nominate uh, every two years two projects. So we are collecting uh, 40, 40, more or less 40 nominations uh, for artistic projects that are ongoing already. And uh, then uh, this year, the first time, we were also really happy because we, we started to have also a room call and we could uh, collect uh, other 40 projects that were uh, submitted to our hour, to the, to this international production hour. And uh, then we, uh, we, uh, we wanted uh, to change also a little bit in a more innovative way also the, the jury session and we decided to, have, uh, uh, to make it as a public event. So we invited also 
um, the public to join this movement of uh, debate, this movement that it became, becomes not only a debate uh, between experts from, coming from different fields, that are discussing the submitted projects, but we wanted also to share this moment and that it becomes more a, a moment of sharing knowledge and of collective learning. So we organized in December 14, uh, 2013 at the Vanabe Museum, the Jewish session as a public event. And we were really happy also because we could manage also to live stream this discussion. And so artists, creators, and, uh, and uh, and the collaborators that are around the project could really follow also this, this moment. So it was quite an exciting moment. So we invited also the club that the, this year in the, the, jury, the jury was chaired by uh, Charles Eschet, the director of the Van Abbe Museum from Mindborn, and this also the director of the upcoming uh, São Paulo Biennale, which was for us very, very interesting also to, to have such an important uh, chairman this year. And uh, the other jury members were Koya which is a uh, curator and also director of the raw materials company from Senegal, German uh, high-speed high artist from Holland, from the Netherlands, and Tami Bouvera, also an artist, and Nikos Papasterjavis, which is a uh, contemporary uh, cultural social uh, study professor in, in uh, Sydney. Melbourne. Melbourne. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> So maybe, um, so we were in, 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 and Ahmed was also following live, in life the, the debate that we had around the project. So they, uh, we, the, the jury was selecting four projects that were finalists that we then invited also the public to, to, to vote. And it was really then in the, the last uh, phase of the, of, the, of the jury was, was decided by the, by the vote of the public. So it was for us really a happy moment. Yes, so enough about this. <laughs> uh, but just to give you a, an idea, we wanted uh, uh, to show you two videos. Uh, one is, uh, uh, is uh, the video that uh, Ahmed uh, had to submit because he was one of the 10 finalists. So we asked the 10 finalists to submit uh, a short video, three, four minutes max, uh, where they could explain about the project and why uh, the award uh, was uh, uh, important, let's say, for them. And, uh, and then we will see, we selected a few excerpts from the jury in order, and this will work as a, sort of, as a sort of jury statement. So you will see why in the end the jury decided to support this project also in front of the public. Because what was interesting was also that the public was debating with the, with the jury and, uh, and the jury in some way at some point needed to take the position and to say, okay, I defend this, I defend this other project in order to convince also the audience about uh, one or the other project. So, uh, and maybe just to say also that uh, we are uh, creating through our website uh, an archive and we are collecting all the projects that we are constantly giving visibility to the projects, how they are owning uh, updates also through newsletters and posts and uh, the blog. So it's, if you are interested also, you can just go to our website. So you can again. Uh, as Michelangelo was saying, uh, what is uh, uh, great also about uh, visiting about uh, uh, the project is that it really uh, seems like it's uh, perfectly combined with what we uh, use as a subtitle, visible. So where art becomes visible, leaves its own field and becomes visible as part of something else. 
And we are very proud that uh, we are now witnessing a moment in which the project is becoming part of something else by being hosted here in a university. I'd like to briefly uh, now introduce uh, the uh, two uh, responsible of the two foundations that, as I had introduced before, that will present the award to Akhmeto Goods. So I ask to, to join Andrea Zegna, representative of Fondazione Zegna, and Paolo Nandini, director of Città dell'Arte Fondazione Pistoletta. Please. Let me give you just a short introduction about what Fondazione Zegna is. Our grandfather, Menegildo, taught us by setting an example. He showed that we couldn't just take care of the quality of the fabrics that the factory was producing, but also work on the quality of life for the community living around the factory. For this reason, he created Intrigero, which is a small village in the uh, Piemontese Alps, during the 30s, many recreational and charitable buildings, such as an hospital, gym, library, theater, public swimming pool and important environmental and naturalistic intervention, like a 14 kilometers panoramic route, while also having transformed the various loops of Monteruello into a green oasis by planting over half a million of conifers, rhododendrons, and dildrendrians. We, the current generation of Earth, have absorbed the values that inspire the vision of Hermenegildo, and we decided to create a foundation through which we can take care not only of the environment and of the local community of Trivero, but also to promote projects that can develop and offer social and environmental agency for existing communities in a global context, therefore maintaining an international perspective in our world. In our society, which is driven by consumption, Companies are usually investing in cultural activities that can lead to recognition and visibility in the loudest and fastest way possible. In our philosophy, which is reflected in all the activities of Fondazione Zegna, we decided to act in a more quietly and in a slower, not less, not less incisive way, and it is for this reason that we became passionate, together with Stadelarte, about a research project like this one which brings us to reflect on urgent social issues through an innovative, engaged, and refreshing understanding of art and its possibilities. Visible is gathering the experiences of artists who want to affect reality and not limiting themselves to producing images about it, producing works that operate through a long-term perspective, delivering messages that will likely only be understood in the future. These artists navigate outside of the media glamour around art and they challenge the safety and the protection offered by the cultural institution that hosts their work. For all of these reasons, we felt it was necessary for us to highlight the work of these artists in the form of a publication in 2010, and then to continue our support by sustaining the creation of an award for the production of an ongoing socially engaged artistic project. At the second edition, Fondazione Zen is extremely glad to present the Visible Award 2013, to a Metal Woods the Silent University, a project where the issue of migrants and refugees are framed within the realm of education, therefore suggesting new paths to explore in our contemporaneity. Now I ask Paolo to join me. And thank you also. Hello everybody, I will sit just because I would like to read and I didn't have the possibility to bring out a few notes that I uh, sketch down today as I was uh, joining you here. Yeah. It's a big honor, it's a privilege to be here. 
I thank you so much, uh, all of you who made this possible. And being here in the very heart of the world knowledge, the university is already in itself a privilege. But being here because of the silent university is incredible. So really, I am very moved. Um, I will try to sketch a few points to give you an overview of where I come from and where I place myself and our relation with this um, great project of the Stanwich University. Um, as it goes, it is hard to skip the usual framing dominated by the neoliberal model as a scenario, but I would like to focus on one aspect that is related with its being progressively, although not cumulatively, challenged by the myriads of micro-practices of reclaiming sovereignty and ownership. Sometimes it's a bit of a neo-60s atmosphere. After decades of dismantlement of left ideological heritage and of globalization of financial market as an actual form of cosmopolitanism for virtually all capitals and a very squeezed world class of rather rich persons. This almost movement of myriads of uh, reclaiming initiatives is much less ideological of the ones that some of us possibly experienced 40, 50 years ago, and much more practice-oriented, sometimes self-declared empirical. It would seem as though, on one hand side, all agencies of the democratic system have been colonized by the neoliberal discourse, and as a counter-move to this expropriation, citizens are experimenting with hands-on practices and direct engagement in their locales in all fields. It is an attempt to tackle possibly all different aspects and agencies of collectively living by experimenting new forms of living, paraphrasing the title of the seminar platform Living as Form by Nathan Thompson and Creative Time, that is a project I'd like to mention as it is, it bears a lot of similarities with a visible project, and yet not a real collaboration so far. New forms of living and new forms of democratic life always grounded and oftentimes limited to the empirical. I call this democracy. This is something we are reflecting upon in Chitalavarka and how this relates to social engaged art practices and the various attempts, all too often deeply ineffective, of challenging and reformulating power structures, as, for example, the so-called Arab Springs and the various facets of the Occupy movement, and so forth. What we see is a major limitation or weakness of this almost movement, as Charles Ash refers to it in an interview with Matteo Ketti, he had within, in the scope of the visible platform, all this movement, is uh, its inability to go beyond its local ecology. It seems to some, and I'm one of them, that the butterfly effect or the hummingbird revolution or the homeopathic model are but another articulation of the neoliberal discourse. I mentioned earlier the fact that the neoliberalism is challenged progressively, but not cumulatively. 
by this wealth of democratic initiatives. Its resilience seems to be titanic. What we need then, on top of a maybe even seemingly unstoppable popping up sequence of ownership reclamation initiatives, is to develop a culture, toolkits, working methodologies for aggregating their impact. In this framework, to come to my conclusion, we see the silent university is a brilliant example of practice that might scale up, and in fact it does, in connecting locales and hacking phenomena that are traditionally driven by neoliberal order. What can we learn from the silent university's ability to divert rules, customs, economies of different, often disconnected clusters of civic society, as labor market, art world, academic institutions, and educational demand. What is implied by the possibility of activating competences and knowledge diffusion where and when our society denies them? What is the lesson we can learn from an organization that takes its raison d'etre and place space in the place space of denial of the human intercourse as cultural transmission is. In 2002, as Cittadella, we realized an exhibition in Zurich whose title was Critique is Not Enough. We didn't have the word democracy, but what was presented in the exhibition was exactly democratic practices of reappropriation by citizens initiated or facilitated by artists and art collectives. The Science University, while being a profound act of criticism, is more than that. It is organization, it is structures, and longer-term horizon in planning, and much more. It is one of the cases we will discuss about and we will be inspired of in the context of our own activities in Città dell'Arte, like another university, the University of Ideas, that we have been running since year 1999 which is an educational environment for change makers coming from art and from other areas of the societal fabric. It has therefore been a real privilege for us meeting you, Ahmed and the Silent University, and we thank you for inspiring us. And let's keep in touch. Thank you. So we asked Ahmed for good to join. And I know Ahmed was so. I would like to invite uh, thanks a lot for support uh, for accepting the prize. And all, uh, I would like to invite the Salad University lecturers and consultants to accept it together. Murigeta, Carlos, Mr. Bernard, Geraldine. We can do it. We have we will meet the other members tomorrow in London. Thank you all. So I'm very honored and pleased to be the award, the 2013 at this world award. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Shake hands. <laughs> <laughs>
So now we go to the second part of the question. Yeah, five minutes wants to say a few words. I want to share a few words. Before starting, uh, I've lost you so much time. Before starting, I would like to say, first of all, Wieselboard uh, was really important contribution uh, for the structure of Science University because it started with a collaboration with and a temporary collaboration with institutions, and art institutions, community organizations, and academies, uh, as long as other people want to be involved. And we kept it alive uh, until now. Uh, also, beyond the UK, the uh, first idea was to just, just keep it alive here, but it just uh, started growing uh, through the contribution of all, uh, everybody involved. And so I would like to thank to everybody involving. And uh, now with the visible world, for the first time, we ourselves are able to uh, organize events and uh, with all the contributors. And I'm really happy to be in an, an academic environment organizing first time an event. And this is the uh, future goals, one of the future goals of Science University, how we link these three type of uh, organization and, uh, and come together as uh, many times as possible. And thanks to the world for this. For more information about the different ways you can stay updated and engaged with the work of the Refugee Study Centre, please visit www.rsc.ox.ac.uk forward slash connect.